Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's going on, Fantasy Champs? My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. Was popping Rick. What's up? Another great weekend in the books. Bunch of good games. Saw a picture of your setup on what was it, Snapchat? Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, you get three screens. Four Wasn't that lit? On. Had the Lions game on the little TV, and then the Pats on the, the big Lions. TV, and then the uh, Sunday ticket on the Did laptop. They win? No. Was it close? They were they were winning the entire. They were up twenty four fourteen with like seven minutes left and choke. Oh, Dan. Yeah, he's probably, it was tough. Break, he's probably breaking some walls in his office. He's probably crying. <laughs> well, I love like... you guys. <laughs> um, but anyway, hopefully you enjoyed your uh, week. It was week three, correct? Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, hope you enjoyed your week three. Today we are going to do uh, our real inf- real or fake segment where we quickly go through uh, some players on the week and discuss uh, some booms and busts, some uh, big players and some not so big players and to tell you whether or not they are real or fake or you should hold them or fold them, whatever. Uh, I just had like three different segment names for one segment. But anyway. Everybody then, knows what we're talking about though, right? And then we're going to do uh, week four eight waiver wire, guys that we want to target. There's been literally zero, like there's guys that you should target for this week, but um, there hasn't been a lot of like stud breakout guys yet. Just shocking going yep. into week four, and I still have all my waiver budget. Well, like there was there was a guy in week one who kind of Curtis Samuel. <clears throat> not to brag, but you know, but it, we'll do week four waiver wire. Help you pick up some guys. Uh, if your bench looks as bad as mine, you definitely need some help with that. Um, before we jump into that, check out our website, fansjamis.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platforms, please leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. Click the bell for notifications. Like and comment down below any questions you may or may not have. Are you ready to jump in a real and fake, Rick? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So we'll start with the quarterbacks. Quickly, uh, we this week was a little bit uh, more normalized. Uh, we had Lamar, QB1 on the week. Thank you, Lamar, for a great victory. Uh, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, some some guys that you would expect to be in the top. Kind of a low-scoring week for the quarterback position. Uh, mm. Once again, I would like to preface this. Uh, this is recorded prior to Monday Night Football, so um, they're probably – Yeah, so when Daniel Jones gets 30 fantasy points tonight – yeah. Or Cooper Rush. Cooper <laughs> Rush gets 40, wins you a week. Yeah, okay, somebody, Cooper Rush. Somebody won a week. Uh, anyway, below scoring week for quarterbacks, uh, the QB 10 had 18 points. Uh, Mac Jones had 18 points. He was a QB 9, but uh, he had a terrible game, so there you go. Um, he also had sit nine fantasy points on the ground, Mac Jones. Yeah. What the Shocker. Fuck? Career high. Anyway, uh, so yeah, not a lot of uh, fantasy production this week from the quarterback position. So if you had Lamar Jackson, you probably won your week. Um, but we'll talk about some guys that were a little bit surprising. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had 25 fantasy points, QB4 on the week. Uh, Rick, is that real or fake? 
Um, I'm going to say real. I've been on Trevor Lawrence train all off season. Um, I I took him in a lot of best ball leagues. It took him in our home league. And, uh, you know, I think 25 is a lot. I don't know if he's getting that weekly and he has Philly this week. So take it with a grain of salt. I don't expect him to have a good week this week. Um, but after Philly, he's got Houston, the Colts giants has a couple good matchups there. Um, I think he uh, he's he's a obviously a good quarterback, and then uh, Doug Peterson has changed uh, the whole offense there in Jacksonville. So yeah. I'm in on the Jaguars' offense. I'm in on Trevor Lawrence. I think he could be um, a top twelve guy rest of the season. Uh, yeah, on the season so far, he's at um, 772 yards, six touchdowns, one interception. So he's looking spicy, looking real good. Uh, if he keeps at this pace, he's gonna throw well over 4,500 yards and, and probably 30 to 35 touchdowns. This is a, this looks similar mm-hmm. to the early season uh, Joe Burrow last year. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it continues for Trevor Lawrence and uh, he has success. I'm going to say real too, but take it uh, like Rick said with a grain of salt because uh, he's not a rushing quarterback. He doesn't have a lot of rushing sure. upside. So because of that, you're going to be relying on, on passing touchdowns for Trevor Lawrence. If that is the case, um, you better hope for sure that he throws at least two passing touchdowns on the week to get 20. Um, so we'll see if the breakout continues for Trevor Lawrence, but I do think it's real. I agree with Rick. Uh, Derek Carr had 20. He's streaming. I think that's uh, rest of season. That's more of a fake. Yeah. Um, Geno Smith, 19. Big fat fake. <laughs> that's a fake. And then Mac Jones, a fake, fake uh, in fantasy as that's well. That's fake, yeah. Um, and then Jacoby Brissett was QB 12 with 17. Fake. I, would, I would say that's uh fake as well. Um, some busts on the week. Russ is a guy that I think we discussed last mm. week. He had nine fantasy points. Yeah. QB 27. Yeah. They're fake. It's hard for me to keep defending him especially with that offense and the Nathaniel Hackett offense. I'm going to say it's uh, – do I give it one more week? Do I give it one more? Because he's playing the Raiders this week. It's a good matchup. And I think it's one of those things that as the season goes on, the Broncos' offense can get better. It's such a big game. Because there is a lot of talent there. Yeah. But it's fake. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say it's real. Don't start him. Can he get better? Yeah. Is it possible he gets better? Sure. I think he will get better. So you are sounding the, Broncos the alarms. Talent. There is too much talent there, but yeah, yeah. I mean, how can you start him at this point? Yeah, I, I wouldn't start trust him either. But I, like at this point, and it sucks too because you drafted him, you have to roster him and, and hope that something happens. But I mean, if you keep getting nine-point weeks, it's just going to kill you. Hopefully it turns around, but... I'm gonna I'm gonna set off the panic alarm too and say and say there's some real things like I, you if you watch the football games for the Denver Broncos they just look like an utter calamity offensively and it doesn't look mm-hmm. like it's turning around anytime soon so um, I hope it does because I have a lot of fantasy. I assets think it will eventually, this. but we're talking like week. 10 to like fourteen, like fantasy <laughs> playoffs. Yeah, you know, like at second half yeah. of the season, you know. Um, we also had Tua Tungavailoa, who dropped 40. Everyone crowned him the best quarterback in the NFL uh, after a six-touchdown six performance. This week he has 150-plus yards, 
and one touchdown only gets 11 fantasy points. Yeah, 186. 186 passing yards, one touchdown, only ended up with 11 fantasy points as the QB 23 on the week. Uh, Real or fake for Tua Tungavailoa? I think that's probably real, but he's similar to like, I I view him fantasy-wise – Kind of like Derek Carr, I, I I I would start him in some some weeks. I mean, Cincinnati, yeah, the Jets, Minnesota. He's got some good matchups coming up, um, but against those really tough matchups, he's not a rushing quarterback, so he's gonna mm-hmm. have to have monster passing games yep. statistically, um, and that's probably just not gonna happen. Um, but he he could have a good week this week Thursday night football against the Bengals. We'll talk about that in another show, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say it's real. He's not a top five fantasy quarterback, which okay. is right now he's fifth. So, okay. And there were three more quarterbacks uh, that are really concerning at this point. Uh, Kyler Murray, 13 fantasy points. Arizona's kind of not looked great um, in the early part of the season. Kyler has not looked great in the early part of the season. No. Um, are we worried about Kyler Murray? Um, I'm going to say like if for real football, and if you're a Cardinals fan, yes. For fantasy, no, it's fake. Okay. Um, because even in the games against the Chiefs and Raiders, he had decent fantasy weeks, even though he sucked, kind of. So yeah. um, he's gonna run, he's gonna put up some yards. Um, it's the Cardinals offense, they're gonna throw the ball a lot. So yeah. it's it's fake. Kyler Murray fantasy wise is still a top ten guy, but um I'm a little nervous watching him play football on a week week to week basis. Yeah, I think for uh fantasy purposes it is fake. Um and you should be okay with Kyler Murray, but um mm-hmm. I yeah, you know, it does spark a little concern. Um so we'll see. Uh Justin Herbert, I'm going to say it's fake. He will not That's have fake, a 13 yeah. point, He won't have a 13 point game every one, you know, uh very often. He is suffering um a a uh, rib injury that he got mm-hmm. two weeks ago or one week ago or whatever. So that uh, hampered him in the game. I think he'll be fine. Um, but I think the biggest, uh, most concerning quarterback that I've seen over the last three weeks outside of Russell Wilson has been Tom Brady. I mean, uh, the Bucks offense doesn't look good. Tom doesn't no. look good. Um, and I think for fantasy, this is it. Like, I think this might be the time for yet a, jump off the Tom Brady train in terms of fantasy football, but um, we'll see as the season goes along. So I'm going to say it's real, but what do you say, Rick? I'm saying it's fake. Uh, Reason being is because two very tough matchups and he did not have his starting receiver, his other starting receiver, and arguably his other starting receiver. So he he was playing with purely um, second team wide receiver group against a very good defense. So, I'm not too worried about it. He's got Kansas City and then Atlanta coming up. Like I feel, I just feel like when Mike Evans is playing and Godwin comes back and Julio comes back, it's going to look completely different. Those guys have not been on the field really yet all season other than week one. Um, and Godwin got hurt in that game. So uh, I, I'm going to say fake. I think he has a good week this week, followed up by a great week in week five against Atlanta. Agreed. Uh, let's move to the running back position. Uh <laughs> Okay. We had some real interesting performances this week. Um, uh, Derek Henry back, back in action, uh, had a great week. Um, I'm confused by a lot of these guys in the top 12. <laughs> so Dude, it's uh, the zero running gotta, back. People are yeah, winning right now. I know we got to go fast on this one. Uh, Cause the running backs are wacky. Uh, yeah. Khalil Herbert had 30 fantasy points this week. 
Um, David Montgomery suffered an injury early in the game and had to leave. Uh, so Khalil Herbert took over and absolutely lost his mind in fantasy football, dropping 30 points and then ending up as the RB1 on the week. Uh, that's going to be one of the weirdest RB1 on the weeks of the entire season. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's fake, uh, but we'll talk, yeah, about, we'll talk about fake, him later but... uh, on waiver wires. Yeah. So you, you think it's fake? Fake, but we'll talk about him more in waiver wires. Okay. So. Um. Jamal Williams, he's going to have weeks like this, 24 points, uh, just because how Detroit runs their offensive system. They liked Jamal Williams. They like getting him the ball. He's going to have weeks where he shocks and he has a top 12 week. Uh, this happened to be one of them. Well, um, I think it happens Swift, like two or three times this season. It did Swift miss time too. He got hurt. Swift in left the game. Yeah. yeah so so um, that's fake. Um, but Swift is out the next two weeks. So another guy we're going to talk about on the wave watch. I guess so. Um, DeAndre, uh, not DeAndre Swift, uh, Devin Singletary, uh, RB4 on the week. Real or fake for him? Fake. Okay. I'm not even. Yeah, I think it's I, fake. I, do, you, I, do you think it's real? No, no, I think it's fake too. Um, okay. Uh, but I think he's similar to Jamal Williams where he'll have weeks where he does this. So if you have yeah. him as a, yeah, yeah. Single, if you have him as like have a low end flex, like you can you can run him out there uh, in some leagues. He might even be the running back two on a team. So um, and then he'll have like a two or three week stretch where he gets under ten fantasy points. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't even want to talk about Cordell Patterson with this twenty two. Dude, when do we have to give him a crown? When do? We, <laughs> at what point do we? All right, you know what? Let's postpone our conversation on, on Cordell Patterson the next week. <laughs> Okay. Because I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. Um, James Robinson had 20 points. RB6. Ramondre Stevenson had 20 points. Uh, RB7 on the week. Um, he has been seeing uh, a little bit of an increased workload in New England, and he kind of looks six times better than Damian Harris, to be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, This is the New England backfield. Uh, you're going to have a random guy on a week to week basis. I still like a lot of, there was a lot of situations in the game where Damian Harris was the guy getting the ball on the goal. So I think he's yep. still getting goal line work uh, every once in a while. Ramondre will pop one in and get a big week, but I don't think that this is going to be the, uh, the week that, I mean, I don't think this is going to be a thing that continues. So I'm going to say fake. I'm going to say fake too, but of the guys he talked about, I think he's probably the most real. I liked him. Um, before we drafted in leagues. Mm-hmm. And what he did in that game, I kind of thought he would do more of um, this season. He had more targets than Harris. He had a higher snap percentage. Harris did have the goal line work, which is you know concerning, and it's going to cap St- Stevenson for what he is. Mm-hmm. But you know he's efficient. If he gets five targets a game, that looks pretty good. Um, but 20 points is a lot. And now with potentially Brian Hoyer, the quarterback for the next couple of weeks, I'm kind of out on Stevenson. Damian Pierce was the running back eight. Yeah, baby. The truthers. I say it's real. I'm going to say it's real, too. I have to. I traded for him. I don't think he's an RB1. No. no, But I do think that um, he is going to have the opportunity for the rest of the season. There's no one else there. It was only a matter of time before he overtook Burkhead. Um, Apparently, it's three weeks into the season. So, um, yeah, Damian Pierce is real. Yeah, Burkhead still has... Some um, he's the third down back, so that's concerning. Five targets, and that's probably. And I've said this before at Pierce, that's not going to change, and that's what limits him in PPR leagues. 
It's why he's not going to be an RB one. Yeah. Um, but I think he can be an RB two. Like if he if he's getting twenty carries a week and he's you know pretty efficient with those twenty carries and he gets just one or two catches a week, um, then he's going to be you know decent. He could be a, a low end RB two, especially the way running backs look around the league right now. Um, he's kind of close to a workhorse. So yeah. Yep. I, I don't mind Pierce fire him up. Um, I'm going to say real. Okay. Uh, Melvin Gordon will have weeks like this. I'm going to say, um, you know, he's a good, he's a good flex option at times, but, uh, I think this is not something that continues on a week to week basis. I'm going to say fake, uh, Chase Edmonds had 15. He was the running back 11. Uh, I really think Chase Edmonds can do this on a week to week basis. It just depends on workload. And I still don't know what the hell they're doing. I mean, they gave him six, seven opportunities this week, and he scored yeah. 15 fantasy points. And Raheem Mostert came out and had 1.28 fan- uh, yards per carry on eight carries. So he was gaining basically one yard every time he freaking ran it. I'm going to say it's real, but it's definitely like where it's similar to Clyde in the sense where He's doing well, and I think he's the better of the two running backs. Clyde had eight carries for zero yards. Yeah. Still 14 fantasy points. 15 fantasy points, yeah. So I I would say real, too. I just really hope that that was a game where they could see him as a workhorse. And if he continues to get goal line work like that, they're going to be The the problem is I don't think he's ever going to be a workhorse. No, he's not going to be a workhorse. Yeah, no, no. But if he can just be... The majority guy, I think he'll be, you know, startable week to week. Yeah, agreed. Um, and then finally, Brees Hall in the top 12. Um, Who's our start of the week? Very real. Yeah, I, I think it's real too. Um, he's he's kind of similar where, like, I'm a little worried with Zach Wilson because he's getting a lot of targets right now with Flacco. Yeah. And I don't think he's going to get 11 targets with, uh, with Zach Wilson. But he's been outperforming Michael Carter. Um, in really all stages of the game, receiving and rushing. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, a matter of time, he's going to get more and more work. This week he had the highest snap percentage mm-hmm. um, that he's had so far this season. He outsnapped Michael Carter for the first time this year. I think yeah. that's a really good sign. Um, so, yeah, I think it's real too. Um, but it still kind of stinks that he's in a split yeah. with Michael Carter right now. Um, some guys that didn't perform great on the week. Uh, obviously, David Montgomery got hurt. Daryl Henderson, RB64, one fantasy point. Cam Akers looks to Oof. have taken the job, but on a week-to-week basis, I don't know what that's going to look like. Hendo is kind of like a, a good matchup start, bad matchup sit kind of guy, so I, I think he's a flex running back at best. He still had a 50% snap percentage. Yeah, he so. just had a bad week. Like he's still technically split. So would you say this is this one point is fake? I would say it's fake, but it's like I'm not a huge Henderson guy in general. So yeah. it's fake that he got one point, mm-hmm. but what's his ceiling really? Right, you know, right. with acres there. So. Uh, Miles Sanders had a good start to the season in the first two weeks, and then this week he came out and had um, five fantasy points, RB forty eight. Um, I, I I've liked what I've seen out of Sanders, and I've liked what I've seen out of the Philly offense. I think Sanders does have decent touchdown upside and has the majority of the work on the ground. I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is just an anomaly game, and I think it's fake, but um, we'll see. I do too. I think, you know, he still had a good workload, so I'm not too, too worried about it, but we'll see. Yeah. AJ Dillon, 
I think this is the second week in a row. Yeah. What are we doing with AJ Dillon, Rick? I'm going to write it out. I'm going to say it's fake. He's still getting a decent workload, but the the alarm is very close to being set off with AJ Dillon. He has one more bad week, and I'm kind of kind of going to be – I'm not going to say it fully out, but very, very nervous. I will, probably won't be starting him. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, final guy, uh, J.K. Dobbins. Had some opportunities in the game this week. His first game back from the injury. Uh, they probably were easing him back in. Mm-hmm. So I would say the uh, the lack of uh, fantasy point production in this game was more due to the fact the Patriots have had a great run defense this year uh, for whatever reason. And um, they also, you know, they've had a great run defense on the season, but uh, J.K. Dobbins had seven carries and two catches for 17 yards. So... He really, and 43% snap percentage, so he really didn't get much opportunity in the game to prove himself. So I think mm-hmm. as the season goes along and the next couple of weeks happen, he'll get more opportunity. So I would say this is fake. Hold him and wait, um, and you'll be, you'll be fine. Yeah, 100% fake. I mean, it was his first game back, so. Um, all right, let's talk about wide receivers, and then we'll quickly jump into the, um, the tight end position and just, like, rapid fire do that because I hate tight ends. Sure. So I hate tight ends with a passion. Um, Devonta Smith had 30 points this week. Absolutely went ham. Wide receiver one on the week in PPR. Um, I love Devonta Smith. And after week one, when they targeted AJ Brown 13 times and they didn't really get the ball to Devonta Smith, there was a concerted effort in the meet in the, uh, by the team to say to the media, Hey, when you get this guy, the ball, um, And so they threw it to Devonta Smith a lot the last two weeks. Uh, It paid off this week. If you have him, he had 30 points. Um, I I think for this team to have success, they need to spread the ball to Smith and to AJ Brown, but they need to do it. Yeah, and that's what they're doing. They need to do it a little bit more evenly. Like they can't just decide on a given week. Devonta Smith's the guy, or no, A.J. Brown's the guy. I mean, I guess you could do that mm-hmm. based on matchup. Like, if A.J. Brown's True. got a good corner on him. And that, they've been doing that. They didn't do that in week one, definitely not. That was all A.J. Brown. But the last two weeks, they've been pretty similar in targets, it looks like. So, but yeah, I agree with you, though. That's how they Is they the breakout here for Devonta Smith, though? Uh, it might be. And I it sucks because he, he was one of the guys I did not like this year. Because of AJ um, Brown and the lack of because of AJ Brown, yep, and all those things, but he looks he looked really really good, and it stinks because I didn't like him in fantasy, but I've always liked the player a lot. Yeah, like in college, I mean, obviously he, he was insane, um, and I liked him coming out, mm-hmm. and then he got drafted by the Eagles, and I was like, eh, and then they got AJ Brown, and I was like, eh, but he's showing that he is like yeah, he guy. is that guy. Yeah, you know, um, he's a special talent. I don't know. I think I think it's real to a point. You know, thirty face points wide receiver one is definitely not real, but it's real where he he's a good player and he's going to put up decent numbers. I think in this offense, there's going to be, be weeks where he though. gets. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He, he kind of is probably going to be more like um, Devonta Smith. I yeah. mean, uh, well, not Devonta Smith. Um, I was reading a text message when I said that, and it just made my brain. Devonta Smith brain. is more like Devonta uh, Mike, Smith. Devonta Smith is like Mike Williams. Yeah, those inconsistent yeah, wide receivers. Like not in terms of the play style, but yeah, they, they're going to have big weeks, which mm-hmm. I like. I like that. I, honestly, I would say uh, we'll maybe he'll be on the trade well, target. Well, for where you drafted him, too. I would target I mean, him in trades. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, Mac Hollins. We'll talk about him a little bit more on the waiver portion of this show. Oh, God. I, I don't even know. Uh, I think this is more due to the fact that what's-his-name was out of the game. Yeah, fake. Renfro. fake. And I'm going to say a big, fat fake. Hollywood! Hollywood! Show it up. Oh, right when we just right when right we when say we right, right when I was out on him. Yeah, uh, Marquise Brown gets, gets 17 targets. He's actually had a decent um, stretch of games. They they also have made a, a concerted effort to get him the ball. It just hasn't turned into much. Um, but he had a really good week this week. I am gonna say it continues, and he'll be fine. It's real, okay. but let's see what it looks like when Hopkins comes back. Yeah. Who has Marquise Brennan in our league? I want. I want to try to trade for him. Is that you? Um, no, I think it's uh Brandon. Oh, all right. Well, I'll, I'm gonna send some messages. Uh, Russell Gage fake because uh, all of the receivers are out. But if you had him as a start this week, hecka paid off. Yeah, um, it's it's fake though because everybody, yeah, was, everybody out. was out. Um, I had Russell Gage in DFS though, so this is one of those wacky that, fantasy but... weeks, huh? Yeah, I mean, Gage, like, with, with literally the whole wide receiver group out for Tampa, like, you could kind of see that one coming, but long-term, it's yeah. it's whack. But, yeah, it, it was a very wacky week for sure. Uh, Zay Jones. Uh, that's fake. fake, but he does have a good connection with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, he's he's going to be a good third He's guy. the number two on that team, yeah. but it's fake. He's not going to be fancy relevant. No, week. no. Uh, Chris Olave gets 23 I love Chris Olave. I, I, I. That's <laughs> real to me. Okay. All right. I, I just no. don't know. I watch. Have you seen New Orleans? I. Ha- they look I like a hot can of watched- trash. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. it is gross. But why I'm gonna say it's real is because he's a talent. Winston player. is treating him like Mike Evans, where he's just like chucking it to him. He doesn't have to be open. He's just like, you know the 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 meme where it's like screw it. That dude's down there somewhere. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's how Winston feels about Chris Olave. He just chucks it to him. Thirteen targets in back-to-back weeks is ridiculous. Um, Um, I'm I'm gonna say real, but he's boomer bust. I'm gonna say real, but I don't think he's gonna be a wide receiver one. So I think he'll provide wide receiver two performances on a week-to-week basis. I I would I would be willing to start him in my flex. That's what I'll say. Romeo Dobbs, twenty-one fantasy points. Uh, I'm hoping that. Uh, we're in our home league. I, I I'm I'm kind of maybe a proponent of getting rid of the sixth bench spot. I'm getting kind of pissed off, and I want some waiver guys. <laughs> maybe I'll make some decisions because or you're uh, just slacking behind. That's what's happening. No, I, like all of these guys were drafted by stupid teams, so we can't pick anyone up. Makes me <laughs> angry. I would love to go pick up Romeo Dubes, but you know what? I can't. So yeah. Romeo Dobbs has a great week. Wide receiver eight. We're waiting for somebody to have a connection with Rodgers. This guy's had a, had a locker next to Rodgers. Apparently, they've been going to dinner in the preseason. Yeah, uh, A lot of stuff was made about this. Finally, he has a good game and a good connection with him. This could turn into an interesting uh, tandem if, if Rodgers keeps getting him the ball. But um, he had 21, real or fake? I'm going to say it's fake, that being said. But okay. it's very like... what. You got to watch the situation. Yeah, he's watch he's not going to be available in your leagues probably, um, but I would watch the situation. If he is available in your league, pick him up, um, because Watson and Sammy Watkins were out, so they were yeah. missing two wide receivers. So it kind of forced him to get a lot of targets this week. Yep. But um, 
if those guys come back and Romeo Dobbs is still getting like seven, eight targets a week, then it's going to be real for sure. Uh, rapid fire for the rest of the uh, the randos in the top 12. Isaiah McKenzie, wide receiver, 921 fantasy points, real or fake? Uh, fake. Fake. Uh, Devontae Parker, wide receiver, 10, real or fake? Fake. All right, fake. Um, although, if Did you want to say real, if Mac, if Mac Jones comes back and whatever it is, like, yeah, but Parker, even if Mac Jones is there, I think he's like, like he's probably boomer boomer bust. bust. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Tyler Boyd had a decent week this week. That's going to happen from time to time in that offense, but uh, I would say that's yeah. not something that is going to continue. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. Some of the guys that pooped their pants this week and had a freaking awful game. Uh, Sky Moore, man. I'm not, uh, we don't need to talk about him, but I just want to say that he had like, uh, I don't even know what happened because I don't see a catch on the stat sheet and I don't see a rush on the stat sheet, but he had a fumble. Punt. I think it was a punt. He fumbled. Good. So anyway, he craps himself. (laughs) He's been terrible. No, there's no two ways about it. I, I said, didn't I say he was a bust? You didn't like him coming out of the draft. That is correct. But then once he got drafted to the chiefs, he changed your mind. To be fair to Sky. Let me, let me just play devil's advocate. He hasn't really played. Like They're not really using him. He, he's like a depth piece. Should and I drop him right now, or so should I hold him? Let's, I would probably drop okay. him. Um, all right, wide receiver 80, but, Jerry Judy, uh, three fantasy. He's players. a rookie. Who, who knows? Ugh. I'm going to say fake because he was coming off the injury. Fake, fake, fake. fake. Uh, and it was a tough matchup. But if he has another bad week. Uh, that's gonna hurt. Darnell Mooney hurt with the soul. Chicago Bears. We're done. We're out. See you later. Real. Bye. I was on last that? week. You you, <laughs> you should have been on the train. All, with I, me. all I needed to see one more. I just needed to see one more. Freaking real as yeah, a, as it, real it, as real the, can the be. The sad thing busts. is, it's really not even. He had a he had a good target share this week. He had six out of nineteen. The Bears only threw the ball nineteen times, and he had six targets. So he had a target share. Percentages but, yeah. are high. Allen Robinson, five targets, two catches, dropped two uh, touchdowns. Uh, uh, you're not going to like this, but I'm starting to feel real about this hmm. a little bit. He hasn't had more than five targets in a game. That is concerning to me. Yeah, um, I'm starting to fade I, on it. I'm not saying – I'm going to ride I'm the train for, like, I'm riding the train for one more week. Fair. I'm not saying he sucks because I don't think he does, and he's going to get touchdowns. Like, he should have had one this week. Yeah. Um. But he's just not the player that we were hoping to be when you drafted him. Uh, don't be worried about Mike Williams, wide receiver 51. This is the way he plays. Correct. Um, you draft him, you know what it is. Everyone else kind of gave you good performances inside the top 40. Jamar Chase had 12. Um, you got some uh, Stephen Diggs, 14. So, I mean, you're uh, technically speaking, not in the top wide receiver one and wide receiver two categories for those guys. But I'm okay if I have them, if I they got 14 points, like whatever. Tyree Kill at five. Oh, did I miss that one? Yeah. Oh, all right. Tyree Kill. Uh, that's fake. <laughs> yeah, that's fake. Thanks for seeing that. I scrolled he, right past him. He though, like I, I really hate the Dolphins that the Chiefs, much. Um, where he would get big games and then suck, but he hasn't. He's been more consistent now. But I wonder in Miami if that's gonna if happen. He turns again. into a OG Tyree Kill from five years ago. Yeah, which is still fine, but yeah. Um, uh, tight ends. Yeah, also, oh, go ahead. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say a couple other quick, like rapid fire. DJ Moore, three fantasy oh, points. Um, I, what, he has not scored more than thirteen fantasy points this year. 
gross. I, uh, I'm so out on DJ Moore, and it sucks. The offense looks really bad. That to me, that's an under, uh, not a story that's not really talked about that much. But the Panthers, the way I view the the, um, the Broncos and their offense is the just like the Panthers, except it might even be worse. Um, yeah. Jahan Dotson, rookie stud, after two weeks, mm-hmm. came back down to earth. Only had three fantasy points, but he did have eight targets. Only two catches, but the eight targets is kind of encouraging. Um, mm-hmm. And then Brandon Cooks, four fantasy points. The last guy I'll say. Okay. Um, are you out on Brandon Cooks? You never really were in, but not that I was in or out. I was lukewarm. Neutral. Lukewarm. Neutral. Yeah. Shifted to neutral. If you drafted him, he's fine. He's he is what he is. Okay. Um. All right, tight ends, just really quickly, because we got to move to uh, the real stuff. Uh, David Njoku, real or fake, wide receiver, uh, tight end too? Um, definitely fake in that standpoint, but I'm going to say real because the tight ends are so crappy and he yeah. has the capability to get like double-digit fantasy point weeks. Fair enough. Tyler Conklin has shown signs. I think as long as Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Joe Flacco is the quarterback, Conklin is a good fantasy asset. Which is, he's which is already not. Basically, on Monday... Be- Robert Sala said that he expects Wilson to play this week. Yeah, so so, so season, Conklin is is off my board uh, at this point. Jelani Woods, um, tight end five but on the week. That's that is one thousand percent fake. I like it for dynasty, but uh, <laughs> uh some busts yeah. we had Fryermuth with six, Darren Waller with five. Um, mm. are you worried about either one of those guys? Um, uh, not really. I mean, Fryermuth is like kind of is what he is, but. Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't judge Fryer. I'm just saying, like it's it's not his fault, but he needs those touchdowns. You know. So I thought I was gonna get the revival of DJ Hawkinson. I mean, he had ten points. Yeah, you know, yeah, he had ten points, but he had ten points in the first half. Yeah, four targets. Ugh. Anyway, uh, let's. Right. You want to? You want to get onto the waiver show? Yeah, we could do it quickly. Um. All right, let's jump into waivers. Uh, a little late. Like I said, we got to speed up that, that first half of the show. Either that or we got to break it into its own show. Yeah. But anyway, um, or I had a thought, and we could do this live on the show right now. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. We do these breakdowns, because I like going through all the stats, but we do these breakdowns once every four weeks. So the next one we would do is after week four, like- but we'll – review weeks one to four and see who is in the top 12 and who's not and talk about the trends. We could do that. Yeah. That makes sense for me. I and do then, kind and of then like, break it out into its own show and do five that week. Not to discuss this live on the podcast, but We're I do kind that. of like that. We are able to talk about what happened in the previous week. Cause we don't really do that with the other shows. That's true. Either way, let's, let's do waiver wire. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, uh, Rick, give me uh, – last week I got to go first, so this week now you get to go first. I don't like that. Awesome. But um, give me one guy that you're streaming this week at the quarterback position. Oh, gosh, I haven't even looked yet, bro. You, you sure you're going to have me go first? Do you want me to go first? Is there somebody you have in mind? Because I got to look. No, I, I don't. Ugh. Okay, I'm going to say Jameis Winston. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, uh. Yeah, I know. It's gross. It's gross. He hasn't done great this year. Yeah, he had a good yeah. game against Atlanta, though, in week one against a you know relatively easy matchup. And um, This week, he has Minnesota at home, another relatively easy matchup. Um, he chucks the ball enough where you know he had 353 passing yards this week. I think against a good matchup, he'll be able to um, 
put that into more potentially touchdowns. So I'm going to yeah. say he's the stream of the week. Uh, not super excited about it, but I think he get, gets you 20 points. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say, uh, whew, this is hard and this is, it's disgusting and it's gross. These are streams of the week. So these are guys that are outside of the top, like 15, 16. But um, Geno Smith. Oh, no. 19 points against Denver, 21 against Atlanta. Seven against San Francisco. Well, yeah, that's expected. Uh, But he has Detroit. I mean, it is Detroit this week. I'll give you that. Um, I don't know. I actually kind of, um, I, I started this guy in a league. Um. I'm trying to see his find his numbers. Give me one second. I started this guy in a league last week, Uh-oh. and he gives you like a base floor of fantasy points. Plays the Cleveland Browns this week, who have give, given up some fantasy points to the quarterback position. Um, but Marcus Mariota is an interesting one as well. But I'm I'm gonna say Gino. I'm gonna say Gino. Yeah. Um, I hate it, but whatever. Yeah, it's fair. Do you do you consider Matt Ryan potentially as a versus Tennessee? I don't. I don't just answer my own question. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Um, Is there any quarterback that you're looking at on the waiver wire that you're interested in from a perspective? Because I think Mariota's fine. If you need a quarterback, he's going to give you a base floor of like 17, 18 points. Uh, Jameis, I agree with for you. Uh, Jared Goff, I'm not really super interested in. He's like kind of like a boom or a bust. And most of the time it'll be a bust kind of player. Jimmy Mm -hmm. G has no upside. Um, So it's like, is there any young quarterback that you see on the waiver wire right now that you're targeting to kind of fix your problems at quarterback? Um, um, if you're in that spot now in week three, it's kind of, it's going to be hard to find that guy in the waiver wire. If Trevor Lawrence is available still, um, I would say him for sure. Yep. And dark horse, you got, you know, my guy, Zach Wilson making a season debut, you know, keep an eye on him. That's all I'm saying. Keep an eye on him. Okay. All right, let's talk about uh, the running back position for guys that you need to pick up. Number one, oh, well, we get to pick a guy. I'm already jumping. I'm just I'm saying screw you, Rick, and your picks. Uh, give me give me a running back pickup that you are, like, you're running to the waiver wire for this week. Um, Is it cheating if I say Jamal Williams? No. He's owned in... Uh, he's available in sixty, or he's available in forty percent of leagues. He's owning sixty yeah. percent. It's is that cheating? No, you can. I can. can I can, can say someone else. You can do it. You can do it. Okay, so Jamal Williams then. Um, mm-hmm. Swift is expected to be out the next two weeks, and even when Swift comes back, Jamal Williams has kind of some standalone value because yeah. they he gets the goal line work. So, um, he he should be added in one hundred. He should be owned in one hundred percent of leagues. I, I don't I don't know why he's not already. And um, with Swift being out the next two weeks, uh, Jamal Williams is going to be a great start. So Jamal Williams all the way. Um, I don't – the running back position is really difficult on the waiver wire right now. Um, there's not a lot of guys available that would be interesting. I, I do have uh, a little bit of a soft spot for younger guys that could expand in roles. Um, mm. James Cook is one of those guys – his role has been kind of weird over the last couple weeks. Um, they gave him 11 carries in week two and one target. And then this week they gave him like two carries and like five targets. Um, and yeah. he had success, but 
I don't really know what the the Bills are doing offensively. I don't know what they want to do with him offensively, um, but I could see a role expansion for him over the the course of the season if Singletary um, is just bleh, which sometimes he is. Right. Um, and then t- Tyler Al Jair. I don't know. I wouldn't pick him up this week, but just watch the situation in in Atlanta because Cordell Patterson can't stay on this path. And he's old. So We've been like, saying for a year now. At some point this season, he's going to either get hurt or he's going to suffer some kind of calamity. He's he's a wide receiver. He was always a wide receiver. Now he's a running back. He cannot sustain yeah. on that workload. As as just his physical body that he built over the course of his career, he's not going to be able. He's not built like Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Ezekiel Elliott. Like he's, he can't stay on that workload. So. I, Al Jair is a guy that I would be intrigued by if something were to happen or something like that. So just keep an eye on him. But the guy I think I would do right now is Khalil Herbert, um, just as like a option a plug if, if yeah plug and play if David Montgomery doesn't play this week. Um, I'd pick him up this week. It, clearly, he could have like high end handcuff upside. They like him, and this might be good enough for a role expansion in the offense too. Mm. So I think he could provide something for your team. And if he's on your bench, that's great. He's owned in thirty seven percent of leagues. I wouldn't dump a whole ton of waiver budget on him, probably like five or ten percent. But um, I like Khalil Herbert. Yeah, I, I think those were all good choices. Um, Cook and Algier of long term, and then Herbert for short term. Um, is there anyone else you want to mention? No, Cook was the other guy I was going to mention. I, I agree with you. I don't really know what they're, what the role they're using him yeah. in. I know when they drafted him, they said um, they wanted to use him in like the JD McKissick role because they had signed JD McKissick and then he backed out of the contract. Or there was rumors that he agreed to a deal or whatever, and then he backed out and went back to Washington. Yeah. So they wanted Cook in that in that McKissick role, that receiving back role. Yeah. Um, and this week they actually did use him in that role. So if he plays like that more, gets a higher snap percentage as the year goes on, um, he, he's going to be valuable in leagues. And then Tyler Allergier, same thing. Patterson is 31 years old, and he mm-hmm. can't get 20 carries a game. It's just not. I don't care that we're saying it every week, but eventually it will happen. Uh, and Allergier will have a bigger role when that happens. So, um as as you know, cheap ads go get those guys, and then Herbert short term short term I like as well. All right, Rick. Wide receiver. Yep. Go ahead. I know who you're gonna take. Who am I gonna take? I don't, I don't know. know. Go ahead. Gonna, let's just take a guy. You have no idea. Oh, okay. Because so, I don't even really know. Shock me. I ha- there's two guys. Shock me. There's two guys. That All right, I'll take I my guy. You take a guy, up. I'll take a guy, and okay. then you can give me your second guy. Because there's see. clearly one guy that you have. So go ahead. Well, I, I, it's it's your turn. Oh, so now there's not a guy. No. So now, well, there is no, a guy. No, 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 no. All right, fine. I'll go. <laughs> I don't want to take your guy. All right? I don't care about you taking my guy. Anyway, I, one, is, for me at least, is... Uh, Romeo, Romeo Dobbs. Okay. I yeah. think that's a clear yeah. number one at this point. That's who um, I would have said, but there's another guy that is intriguing. He, uh, Dobbs has 20, he's owned in 20% of the league, so he's definitely available. I would probably put 20 to 25% of my waiver budget on him. Um, I think that this kid could, I don't think it's a plug and play. I don't think it's like you can grab him and start him this week. I think this is a wonderful depth add on your team. And a guy that if he continues to see 
a good target share from Aaron Rodgers and an increased workload from Aaron Rodgers and have success scoring fantasy points. He's a tradable asset. Um, uh-oh. Uh-oh, what? We got some Mac Jones news. Uh, oh, no. Mac Jones has my what phone doctors me, so. diagnosed as a severe high ankle sprain that would cause many to have surgery, per sources. Uh, he is likely to miss multiple games. Jones and the Patriots are still discussing his options and the best way to proceed. Still no time, like official. No time frame, yeah. Timetable. Right now. Anyway, but they said multiple weeks. I think I, I saw something, not to talk about this, but um, I saw something that most severe high ankle sprains are usually like four or six weeks. And it, since it's on the severe side, it might be like six. Crap. Well, anyway, whatever. Um, doesn't really affect fantasy football too much. Uh, but yeah, I would add Romeo Dobbs. I think, I think they're like, you know, worst case scenario, he sucks and you can drop him. Best case scenario is that he breaks out and ends up being a wide receiver too on the season and you're good. Um, so I would get, I would grab him. Yeah. Um, I think that was probably the, the ad of the week, but somebody who, you know, he's owned in a lot of leagues, um, but could get dropped in a lot of leagues this week. And is someone to keep your eye on if he is available in your league? I I would say Traylon Burks. Um, he's had some bad weeks, uh, but his snap percentage has gone up every single week. Um, there's really not a guy there in Tennessee. Uh, so if he if he continues to play more, uh, he could have some really monster weeks playing in that AJ Brown role. Um, he's shown flashes against Buffalo. He showed some flashes. Um, where he took like a screen for 19 yards. Yeah. Uh, so he's got he's got talent, and I think if he continues to get uh, more opportunity, he will start to produce. Um, obviously, you're not going to want to st- plug and play him like you could with, I think, Romeo Dobbs. You potentially could do that. Mm-hmm. Burks is someone that you would stash, but um, I think I, I, I like the ad there. And then um, kind of a gross one. Mm-hmm. But I think it's not a bad ad, and we talked about him on the show but uh, earlier, but Zay Jones. Um, I, I said it's fake, and it is fake in terms of him having elite production. But I think he should be rostered. He's the number two receiver on the Jaguars. Um, Marvin Jones has you know, kind of been the faded third guy, and I think it's because you know, he's, he's older. He's 32 years old, um, and he still has a role on the team, but not really fantasy relevant. So it's Zay Jones and Christian Kirk. Um, and Zay Jones had a really, really good week. 11 targets though is the big one and week one, he had nine targets. So it's not like this is new. Um, so he should be, he should be rostered. Uh, you know, I don't have high expectations for him, but, um, should be owned in leagues. I'm not interested at all in Mac Hollins. Just so everyone's kind of like, yeah. oh, yeah, 30 points. I'm going to go pick him up. Yeah, I'm not interested at all in Matt Collins. I'm not here. Um, Zay Jones, I absolutely agree with. Uh, depending on how long Dak is out, um, mm. Michael Gallup is a good pickup, but I like it's not going to be an in, in immediate kind of. He still hasn't played yet this year, yeah. um, but I feel like if you drafted Gallup, I don't know why people are dropped. See, this is this is the part of fantasy football that I get confused with sometimes. Like, why would you draft Michael Gallup? You know, in the 12th you know he wasn't going to play, knowing right, knowing that he's going to miss like the first four yeah. weeks, yep. um, just to drop him. But people do that, so he is available in like half the league. Yeah. So, yeah, if he's available in the league, absolutely, Michael Gallup should be rostered. 
Yep, and then like uh, Russell Gage, I think should be rostered as well. Um, they're going to be weeks uh, like this one as the season goes along, where Brady's going to have to go to Russell Gage because they don't have any options in the receiving room because everyone's hurt. Apparently, that's how this season's going. Uh, David and Joku would be a smash at tight end. For sure, gotta have him. I would add. Rick would add. I don't know why he's even available. In I think as that's many a he's forty-one percent of leagues. He is owned. Um, I love it. I think it's a great ad. Mm-hmm. Are you in on Tyler Conklin? Um, <laughs> we'll see. I think like the problem is you probably have to get ahead of it because if he has another good week with Zach Wilson, that's going to be a really good sign. Um, but I don't think he has a great week with Zach Wilson. So okay. We'll, but we'll see. Anyone else at tight end? Um, not really. I think Evan Ingram, who I said last week, yep. and it's, it's part of the Trevor Lawrence thing, I but agree. he didn't have a great fantasy week, only three fantasy points, but he did have a touchdown that got taken back. Yep. Um, so he would have had a double-digit fantasy point week. Mm-hmm. It's a really gross option, and he's someone who's like far down on the board, but yep. uh, if, you're in a, if you're in a real tight hole, he's someone you should consider. Okay. All right, there you go. Waiver Wires recap from the week. A lot of good stuff, a lot of content. Um, We'll try to either condense or or split up some of these episodes for you guys. But uh, tomorrow we're going to talk about a Thursday night preview, break down the Bengals, and I forgot who they're playing. Dolphins. Dolphins. See you later, guys. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.